0: I never gambled a day in my life, Jordan, I'd be too powerful for my own good. So I'm just going to keep losing my money. Uh, Smart. Big dog ball talk. Coming into you guys with a, a somber heart. Uh, you know, if anyone doesn't know, a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a gambler, a bit of a better. You've I'm got a problem. To coin it. No, 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 no. I don't have a problem. I have a career. I have a career what in else? this. Uh, Canadian sports betting. Going to throw that plug out there. Anyone go check it out if you want uh, some of the best picks uh, in the biz. All uh, right. Your boy. Matty Ike, we got you covered. But uh, today, these weren't uh, all, all the picks I, I released. Don't give them all. You know, i got to keep some in the captures covered. Yeah, of course. I was Jordan, today I was one pick off, and it was uh, the Cleveland Browns who lost the fourth quarter field goal against them. If they had won today, my eight-leg parlay, I think it was $1,200 I would have won. $10 Good God. $10 wager. Wow. And they lost, and that screwed me out of it. So I'm feeling a little bit like, ah. I could I could I could have done a lot with twelve hundred dollars. I could have went and put that on uh, roulette, red or black, baby. Let oh, it ride. Oh my go god, <laughs> you know what got I a mean?
1: problem? Okay, now this is <laughs> out there. I, I'm gonna, you know, when when you go down the drain, I'm gonna, uh, you know, point back to this as mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know evidence, Matt. We're gonna have to have a, an intervention for you at some point. But go ahead, keep trying, get it out of your system. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, believe. Yeah, I mean, you're almost there. What, what, are all, you know, all the fallacies. I mean. Your your Packers pulled it out though today. Uh, did they not 100%. Uh, in, in, in OT? So go, should, I pack, thought you'd be happy. Go. I thought you'd be happy.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, but I guess it's happy, the money. But they they had to go all the way to you know they they had to go to overtime yes. to beat a third string quarterback. The <laughs> Packers don't look too good, uh, so not happy about that. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's also not really looking that good, but uh, and not to kind of show our hands, or maybe, maybe this is my impression, but this is uh, <laughs> I'm sure uh, get a follow suit with Jordan. But uh, Big Dog Ball Talk season previews. We're on to the last Eastern Conference division, and we are going through the Southeast Division. And just to kick it off, let's go with the top, the, the top, the creme de la creme, uh, are probably likely going to be, uh, but uh, the uh, definitely the most exciting team in the division uh, coming into with the Atlanta Hawks, uh, of yeah. course. This season, uh, this off season, uh, they brought in Dejounte Murray, uh, one of the best two-way guards in uh, all the NBA uh, from the Spurs, and we're gonna have to see how this uh, this ice trade, Dejounte, uh, you know, backcourt looks when the season kicks off. Because Jordan, in my opinion, the way that I look at it, the backcourt's gonna be awesome. I think this should work. Uh, you know, you yeah. have the the all-out score. and we've been saying this for so long that Trey is so bad on defense. You need to find a lockdown defender to get them, yeah. and that's exactly what they did. Uh, you know, maybe I, in my opinion, I would have liked someone who isn't exactly a you know a point guard, a prototypical guy that needs the the ball in his hands as much. But uh, I do think that the 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 going to work, and I think they complement each other really well. So I think that this backcourt should be one of the be- better uh, backcourts in all of the East.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I think so too. I, I I remember saying I was a little skeptical uh, when when the trade went down. I st- I still am, only because. Dejounte Murray hasn't shown he's a that he's a great shooter and and you've got yeah, you yeah. know you, you know that's the one weakness still in his game and you've got Trey Young you know roving you know pick and roll you know you you you'd ideally want someone who could play a little defense and can you know hit a three but maybe Dejounte Murray can show that he can do that or maybe you know with with Murray like you're saying a guy who's played a lot of point guard that can finally get Trey Young freed up off ball a little bit. Cause you know, he can do mm-hmm. it. You know, he can, um, uh, you know, uh, knock down uh, threes. He's One of the best, uh, you know, three point shooters we've got in the league. Um, but he doesn't get, uh, you know, so far in his career, he hasn't had a chance to be off ball and, you know, be that kind of Rover and, and, and guy running off screen. So I do think it'll work too, but they, it, it's not the most seamless fit in the world, but I think, I think they'll, they'll, they'll be able to work it out. And, and also, yeah, like you said, the biggest thing is just getting someone, someone next to him back there who can defend somebody. Because for, for God's sake, Trey Young is, uh, you know, I, I've lost all hope that he can be anything uh, even remotely uh, resembling a good defender. So, you know, yeah, that, exactly. That's that, that that's good in that respect. I forgot too. Uh, I I totally forgot until now till I looked over their roster. But uh, that AJ Griffin fell to them too. I mm-hmm. don't know how much he's gonna play this year. Or, you know, even if he's ready to go, because I know he's been dealing with stuff, but. If I'm
0: a if I'm if I'm a prospect getting drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, I'm pretty pissed off because <laughs> uh, in the past, like you know, I don't know, five six years, they've been able to you know produce one yeah. good player out of all these lottery picks they've had. I know. I mean, John Collins is pretty good, but I mean, Trey Young's and, and I don't think that really mattered where he went. Trey Young was going to be good wherever he goes. But that yeah, I, I for for development uh, for organizations, Atlanta is not where you want to
1: be. No, no, for sure. But you know, he's a guy who who was you know kind of in the mix uh, in that lottery mix I, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly where they picked him up where they were picking but a guy who definitely fell but who's got a lot of physical gifts and and mm-hmm. you know uh, only 19 years old so you know we'll see that that's a project that they'll you know v- get to eventually but uh, you know they, they also picked up they've got both Holiday brothers now other than Drew they've got Aaron and Justin over there who are good mm-hmm. good you know solid NBA rotation players which Atlanta let's face it hasn't always you know been able to get their hands on these, these past few years, um, you know, they, they, they've got an okay team. Like, well, I, I guess more than okay. They, they don't blow me away because, you know, looking around at, at the rest of the East, you've got so many more talented teams, but like, yeah, I think, yeah. I think these guys are going to be motivated and, and, you know, ready to sort of re reestablish themselves as, as that team that, that got to the conference finals a couple of years ago, as fluky as that kind of seems now um, I, I do think these guys are going to be uh, right in the mix. Um, I, I don't know, like, to, to me, I, I just don't think the uh, a team led by John Collins and Trey Young is quite strong mm-hmm. enough to hang, with, Chip out. Uh, to hang with everybody else. So, yeah, I, I would like to see, like, you know, they're either going to kind of overachieve and everyone's going to be kind of fake happy. But, you know, I'd almost like to see it be a, a bit of a rocky start for Atlanta. Maybe things don't get, you know, maybe things aren't as good as they'd hoped. Just so yeah, that that yeah. pressure is ramped up, and and John Collins is is back on the block, and and finally he gets out of there. And you know, depending on who you can you know make make a deal with, you can get a pretty good package back for him. Because uh, I I don't know ultimately if if those two are, are are the group that's gonna take Atlanta all that far. But they've definitely improved yeah, this yeah. offseason, so I'm, I'm excited to see how they do.
0: See, I think that this is it's tough because. DeJounte Murray was a sexy name to acquire. You know, he was in the trade talks. He was on the Spurs, you yeah. know, putting up really great numbers. Uh, a lot of people fell in love with his game and and like I said, I think he's a great player and he's going to fit well on the team. But this team, you know, I we've talked about it before, uh you know, and this is the last uh you know, division that we're going to be co- you know, covering before uh, we head into our actual season preview and the uh, the actual season tips off. Uh but the the Atlanta Hawks, I think of this 10 teams that are all vying to kind of play, get into that play and yeah. get into the playoffs. Ultimately those top eight, uh, the Atlanta Hawks, I would not be shocked to see miss out, uh, yeah. you know, on the, on the playoffs. Like I think, you know, play in is definitely, you know, in the future, like they're yeah. top 10 in the yeah, East, for sure. but I could a hundred percent see them not even win that first play in game and, uh, you know, get knocked out uh, early because they, they really are going to be relying on one, you know, John Collins filling it out as kind of this complimentary role, which, I don't. We still don't really know if that's ever gonna happen. Yeah. Uh. You know, if you kind of look at the the history, like it, he does work with Trey Young, but then he kind of doesn't. Like I think people just have higher expectations for what he really is. Uh. And I think that's kind yeah. of the the issue here. Like I think he could be a great, just you know, a third sure. option. But I'm talking like a third scoring option. Yeah. He's still probably going to be ahead of Dejounte uh you know where they need the scoring to come from especially you know based on the positional needs here yeah. uh so you got guys like deandre hunter he needs that's to really what i was gonna say if, if the yeah. hawks
1: are gonna have some sort of crazy overachieving season he's gonna i think he's like the x factor uh even more than collins because yeah. 100 you know we'll we'll see what collins does but yeah 100 percent. It, it's on him he's 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 not blown anyone away so far in his career he's al- already 24 no. he, he's, he's getting there yeah
0: and he was, and I believe fourth overall pick uh, or yeah. third overall pick because uh, they also he was high. got from, from from the the same draft and that was one of the like most kind of boring March Madness tournaments I can remember. Yeah. Uh, you know, what <laughs> was it? Was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was Texas Tech and uh, Virginia. Yeah, uh, yeah Virginia I think so. OT. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, between DeAndre Hunter, Jarrett Culver, who they picked up from that same draft, same yeah. uh, NCAA final, not sure he's going to even end up cracking the, the final 15. So and we'll, we'll he see. might have, I
1: thought he maybe moved somewhere else too. Uh, is he still there anyway? I'm, I'm not sure, but, but... yeah, I, I, as far as I know, because oh, yeah, he, 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 yeah,
0: totally he was on, he was on the Grizzlies and now he's over to the Hawks. You're totally right. Um, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But even like a guy like Jalen Johnson, who, you know, very young, very unproven, didn't really do too, too much in his limited burn last year. Yeah. There, I think that if they can get one of those three to become, you know, a stand like a, a good versatile wing. Yeah. Uh, you know, even just like a little bit less than Mikhail Bridges, something like that, uh, would work well on this team. Cause this team kind of does have beta version of the Suns written on them. If you kind of look at the the way that their the skill's broken down, yeah, it's kind of like a, a poor man's version, but I, I just don't think that they're dynamic. I don't have to think they have the the upside. I mean, they lost a guy like Kevin Herder, who's been a long time member of the team, and you know he could kind of spark the offense because once Trey Young's out, like if he's having a bad game, like and we saw him get clamped and shut down, yeah. taken out of the ball game uh, against the Miami Heat. John Collins can't produce for you as a number one scorer, and I don't really know if Dejounte Murray is going to be able to do that either. And then you're kind of relying on like Bogdan Bogdanovich yeah. to continue playing at a kind of a crazy clip. So I, I I'm not so sold on the Hawks. I think that they've got they're going to be exciting. I think uh, you know great on court product, great for the NBA, great for the fans. But uh, if you're an Atlanta Hawks fan, don't don't go thinking you're going to be getting you know your playoff t-shirts prepped because you might be sitting at home watching with the rest of us.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, so I'm looking at their situation too. John Collins for sure will be be on the trade block. But another thing to watch like. They've got this this kid Akongwu, who they really like and who's played really well mm-hmm. but you you can't really play him at the same time as Capella they're pretty much the same no. player out there. So and and they picked up, you know, Frank the Tank uh who who is, you know, a serviceable kind of rotation big uh, especially on this this Hawks team. So maybe mm-hmm. they look to move Capella, maybe they keep Collins, move Capella, you know, get get you know, a better wing that they can rely on there to play with with uh, you know, Trey Young kind of play that small forward spot and actually go out there and, and be that shot creator a little bit. Like there's, there's some and this There's
0: teams. There's a market for Capella. I yeah. A hundred percent. Athletic, athletic big man, get you a shit ton of blocks, protect the rim. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's definitely worth it to get out there.
1: Yeah. So like there's, there's things they can do. And I wouldn't be surprised uh if, if the Hawks do make some sort of move because, you know, uh, they're, they're a team now, like, you know, when, when they did get to the conference finals and, and, you know, Trey Young, kind of feels like a a fixture in this league already like a, a star player pretty much like they're they're not going to want to be down there you know testing the waters in the draft anymore they want to go um and and i think uh like yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they make moves kind of win now moves to 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 get even better throughout the season i i think they'll definitely try and be uh you know buyers at the deadline one way or the other so so we'll see but yeah i think I think the Collins thing. As soon as as soon as anything starts going sideways, as soon as they, you know, mm-hmm. their, their first three game losing skid, whatever it is, I think the pressure is going to be on. Like I, I, I don't know if Collins will be a, a, a hawk by the end of the year, but uh, but yeah. we'll see. I, I, I still, I, I've got respect for Trey Young. I, I think we both said that after you know his performance in the playoffs from two years ago, but he's now kind of fallen back to earth. Like he's, uh, you know, he, he's shown he, he can be game planned against. Not uh, even
0: an all-star to me. And yeah, didn't make
1: your all-star team. Like they're there. The criticisms from earlier in his career are kind of creeping back into the narrative. And so it's, mm. it, it'll be up to him this year to kind of, you know, be amazing statistically again, but now it's time, you know, he's, he's shown all the tricks. He's, he's, he's silenced the MSG crowd. That's really cool. But now you got to win Trey. Like you've you, you got to go out and, and you've got to sort of lead this young team to, to victory. So we'll see if he can do it. But um, I, and, and I'm excited to see De, DeJounte in a new situation too. Yeah. Like uh, that, that'll be fun. They will be exciting, but I agree with you them and the bulls, you know, as we were mentioned in last pod, I'm uh, if I was, you know, fans of either of those teams, like they might be one of these, mm-hmm. you know, teams uh, that in the East of five years ago would have been like a five seed, but now might miss out on the playoffs altogether.
0: Yeah. insane how things, uh, really shift in the NBA yeah. and, uh, to shift focus over now to uh, the team that was, uh, you know, very close to an NBA finals berth, uh once again. And, you know, I had, had some people convinced, uh, but the Miami heat uh, coming back into this one, trying to run it back pretty much the same squad that they put out last year. Oh, yeah. um, I hate, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I'm good. I'm calling it ahead. They're going to be a tough team. They're going to suck to play against, but the Miami heat championship windows closed boys. It just, just, wrapped oh, it up all right. Do your thing. I, I, I gave them my, I, I almost had that. It would have been such a nice cheeky prediction Then getting the NBA Finals. I almost had it last year. I put it yeah, out there. You were, you were put the feeler out. But, so I'm calling it now. It's not happening. I know the team. I know him too well. Uh, Kyle Lowry's they just...
1: ass got even bigger, though. I heard. What do you have to say to that? What well, do you hey, respond?
0: That, that that that's dangerous <laughs> in, Milton, in many ways. That, that as much as that's great for the eye test, it's bad for the. If you go back into the history books, uh, the bigger the ass, uh, the the bigger the playoff disappointment. Uh, so if you, but but seriously, we 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 can't we can't get too fixated on, on the badonk. It's uh it, it's it's great, <laughs> but uh, I I really don't see you know. I don't see the Heat being able to do this. I mean, Jimmy Butler is gonna do his thing. Bam out Adebayo, well, know, great, great defensively. They just signed Tyler. Yeah, Beard Matt. They that, just gave Hero hundred and thirty million dollars. And again, that's great. But like, go. Like, what? Are they, like, he's he's definitely not. I I wouldn't have paid him that. No, like, no, really, wouldn't have. No. Like, he's a great player and all. But like, I, I just is he is he really gonna do that much more for you? And like, I they haven't even really shown that they want to hand him the keys to to the whip yet. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're they're waiting on. Six with man, uh, uh,
1: who knows if he'll even start? You know this year. Yeah, it's, and, which and, is well, a lot again, of money and, to pay a six man.
0: And right now, yeah, he's playing behind Matt, or he was playing behind Max Struess yeah. for a lot of the season. And you know, Duncan Robinson, he's got a lot of money, but they they benched him like they didn't really care about that that, that either. So, uh, but again, so, I mean, Duncan Robinson last year, everyone who listened, you know that we we've we're done with Duncan Robinson. <laughs> what a flameout! What a what a what a corrupt guy. Uh, yeah. But it's. I yeah, I just don't think that they this I think the team's gotten older. I don't think they've really gotten any better. I don't think they addressed any real issues. They're just yeah. kind of going, we're going to be tough, we're going to play shut on a defense, hopefully our shooters hit their shots. And that's what they're going to rely on. And they are going to beat a lot of teams, but they're not going to beat the the best teams in the, the East. Yeah, they,
1: they they really made no no moves at all. Like they, they they really just stood pat. They lost PJ Tucker and I know Yeah. teams for uh, nothing. Yeah, Again. yeah. Well, I know. And like the Bucks did the same thing after they won, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand that PJ Tucker is not, you know, this huge fucking uh, you know, difference maker really, especially if you're looking at him offensively, but he's like I he he's still super important for the culture. I Even mean, you li- li- just listening to the the way Joel Embiid talked about him after their playoff series last year, the fact that you know there's really fucking exciting stories already out of the Sixers camp about how like he raises the intensity level of everybody else. Mm. Not that the Heat really need that because they've they've got other guys. They've got Butler and they've got Lowry and they've got uh, even fucking Udonis Haslam still kicking around, like to why, to motivate why? these guys. I know that's the other thing. He's being paid over Just million be a million dollars. I a coach, man. I know. Just it's, be a coach. He's Forty-two fucking years old, for God's sakes. Uh, I mean, respect to UD, but. I I I don't know about uh, (laughs) I don't know about that price tag. Yeah, Uh, but like they're just they've got too much of that sort of like dog like uh, fucking old school uh, like Pat Riley esque like Mm -hmm. nineties. Like they're all too old. Like it's too much in that direction. You need some youthful uh, you know players in there as well. And as much as Tyler Hero is is that he's you know he's a young kind of up and coming player, he doesn't like. He's just too incomplete of a player to me to be like, okay, this is our young guy that we're really going to, you know, sort of hang our hat on and, and, and put our whole franchise's future in the hands of like he's, he's, he's a great guy to have off the bench. Great score. He he has more, Mm -hmm. he has a deeper bag than I thought he did. Even after his bubble run where he was great, like he got even better. Um, but. Like uh, a guy who's 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 never gonna really embody that kind of two way spirit of of the you know the 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 heat of try to you know p- sort of put that that product out on the court like he's just never gonna be a great defender uh, unless he sort of radically changes what he does he's not that good of a like playmaker like he's kind of one dimensional mm-hmm. so. I don't know. There's just a lot of money tied up between him and Robinson, who, again, like you said, wasn't even fucking playing uh, at, towards the end of their run there in the playoffs. Um, and and then your your real jewel of your organization, Bam Adebayo, uh, is amazing. He's incredible, but like he's he he needs other pieces around him because he's you know he, he's not going to go out there and get you 25 points every night, and and you can't really dump the ball to him and say, go get me a bucket, you know, at at the end of a close game. He's uh, he he's, he's he's incredible, but he needs that kind of structure. And yeah, I just think if if you're, you know, another year of relying on Jimmy and Kyle, it, it's, it's, it's too much for them to handle. And I think they're just going to not quite have enough when it comes down to it at the end of the day in the playoffs, just kind of like well, last year, like they were great yeah, last year, exactly, but like, if, if you looked at them, they're, they're, both of them were super up and down. They would have great games mm-hmm. and then not. And yeah. that's kind of a sign especially, of
0: age. Especially Kyle. That was, but, uh, you was know, ridiculous. crazy. He was going from, like, three points to 25 points, like, back to, like, on different nights. I could... You know, you had no idea what Lowry was going to come. And yeah. that was that's dangerous. That's a danger. That's what I was saying before at the beginning of the podcast. That's a dangerous game to play with Lowry.
1: Yeah, and, and that happens to young players, but it also happens to players who are just old. Like they just can't fucking sustain it. You you see it with other players, like even on other teams. Like Al Horford will have an amazing yeah. fucking game, yeah. and then just he'll just drop off. And that's just that's just the nature of things. But you gotta you gotta kind of see that coming, and and and. Like, literally, I was. Uh, I wrote down in my notes, the only thing that'll save the fucking heat is if Victor Oladipo somehow has an even more resurgent year and, like, becomes mm-hmm. somehow, like, 80% of who he was uh, or more, uh, you know, back in Indiana. Because, yep. you know, he's only 30. That's still kind of older than what you'd want, you know, a guy like that to be. And, obviously, uh, coming back from, from you know, crazy injury, like, he, he was really good in the playoffs last year, especially defensively. He really showed some mm-hmm. stuff. But, like... Yeah, other than fucking drafting the Jovich kid, they they really didn't address anything, and and hey, it's just another I year think, older for all their vets.
0: <laughs> I swear, if they want to give him a chance, because apparently the Miami Heat they they they're they're big on Jovich. Oh, they, I, they, they kind of love brought him. that up, and they they, what they I think it was Pat Riley said that he thinks that his number is going to get retired or, or something insane. Uh, <laughs> really high praise. They might end up giving this guy some burn early on. Like they don't have much depth as like at the at the four. No, yeah, yeah. They, and they, and they need kind of a go-to scorer. He's a great down-low post scorer. He can mix it up. He can stretch it out outside. Yep. Uh, I mean, not not much of a defender, pretty slow feet. But, I mean, if you just want someone to go in there and get you some buckets, Jovic might actually, you know, maybe a sneaky pick here to kind of be like a, a rookie of the year contender because he yeah, might just end up pop. Yep. They might give him a roll. He might be able to average like 15-4 and four or something. Who knows? Yep. If the draft class underperforms. he could be up there, uh, and especially if the Miami Heat continue to win. But, uh, for real, he could be kind of a – uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to go fully, you know, an X factor, but he could make a difference on this team uh, moving forward down the line of the season because uh, you know he's, he he kind of has the skills. He just isn't at the the right timeline uh, for this current team. That's he, the only problem. He got, he, yeah. Yeah. If if you give him five years to develop, it would probably be fine.
1: No, hundred percent. And I mean, he, he was a great pickup, and yeah, I I, I love you know, like I said, nineteen year old kid, six eleven, uh, that Eastern European fucking, uh, you know, ability to score from a bunch of different places, super crafty. And, and yeah, he, he's, he's definitely a, a candidate to be one of those, you know, good rookies who lands on a actually pretty good team and is out there playing yeah. high quality, uh, you know, high leverage in high leverage situations uh, throughout the year. And, and yeah, a hundred percent, like he, he really is one of those rare rookies who fills a fucking position of need for them. So um, uh, I, I definitely think he'll get some burn and uh, like, yeah, but outside of that, I mean, you're still going to be relying on Struess and Vincent, uh, you know, yeah. guys yeah. who uh, who are are great. But like, I just don't know how much you know. I I think last year they were were relying a little bit too heavily on on guys like that, um, and and mm-hmm. asking them to do you know sort of outperform their role. Not just every once in a while, but every single fucking night. So I think, I think really the, the play. If I'm, if I'm, uh, you know, Pat Riley with Miami, I I've got to find a way to jolt some energy in here and make a trade. I think they got to find some way to make some sort of uh, midseason trade to get them some health, to uh, some 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 help to get Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler like energized and excited mm-hmm. when the playoff yeah. comes. Because honestly, I think that might be an issue too, just getting them fucking up and out of bed again, these two guys who've been through the wars, like over and over again, two of the most competitive guys, but you know, their, their, their bodies can only take so much. So I think it, yeah, if, if I'm the heat, like you've got some moves you can make, you've got a bunch of, you know, players that you showed, especially through last year, you know, maybe, maybe you do have to part with a streus or a Vincent or something like that. Mm -hmm. Someone, uh, you know, bring someone else in to, to help these guys out, you know, some, someone a little bit younger with some fucking juice um, and and I I think that's the only way because I think if they stand pat, they they're, they're going to get beat by someone. It, it, they might make it to the second round, but I I can't yeah. see them going past that.
0: They I think they would they would have uh they they're still kind of really hurting. I think they really bought in. They thought they were going to get to Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. I really think or they KD. thought they were getting him. Yeah, so uh definitely definitely sucks for the the uh-huh. Miami Heat faithful out there, but uh, you know, who knows? Maybe this team Still will got surprise us them. Once Yeah, they they'll always
1: yeah. they'll always fucking uh I'll, I'll always give Eric Spolstro the uh benefit of the doubt. So we'll see. They they could be the one seed again. Fuck it.
0: Well yeah, yeah, true. Who knows? Uh, we'll 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 wait and see on them. But a team that's kind of taken a big step backwards, uh, unfortunately, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, you know. Last season, at one point, kind of looked like they could go on a little bit of a, a Cinderella run, get themselves into the playoffs, uh, you know, maybe get some experience, see some playoff, a mellow. Uh, but obviously, uh, Miles Bridges, felony charges, uh, Montrez Harrell uh, gone now, uh, you know, his short, brief window there. Uh, yep. Plus, he had some off-court uh, issues. Uh, it, it just seems like this entire—they got LiAngelo Ball now. Like, things are just spiraling out of control <laughs> Yeah, you know it's uh, in Charlotte. Uh, yeah shit's going down um and i i i think that pretty much the only thing that the hornets can rely on at this point is that you know get a full culture makeover like you can't let bridges come back uh i don't think it's possible i think you have to let them go and i'm sure a lot of teams aren't going to really want to touch them uh and rightfully so yeah uh and you just got to find a way to fix whatever the fuck is going on because they're like i don't know if they need to have uh like a college coach come in there and they can have curfews. Well, and they, they can got Clifford. Workouts. They got Clifford
1: back, Matt. And, he, you yeah, know, he's not going to take any of this
0: shit. Yeah, obviously, uh, Perigo, Pargo, whatever whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he had no reign no, on his No, he was kids. too they cool. They were doing whatever the <laughs> fuck was, they he, wanted. He just let them run they, him they, up. Like, yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was that. That's definitely a bad look for the for the Hornets, especially. Oh uh, yeah, their owner Michael Jordan. He's he was always a, a class act, uh, <laughs> angel, you know, a squeaky clean guy uh, uh, for sure. But I, I just think that that's the biggest thing right now. They need to have a complete makeover, complete culture detox, refresh. And then if they want to win any games with this current roster, they're pretty much going to need the mellow ball to play like, like an MVP.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, once again, it's all on his fucking shoulders. And to be honest, uh, I, I hate this team. I, I really, I think, yeah. I and I've hated them for a long time. I think they're cursed. I hate the color of their jerseys. I hate their whole color scheme. Oh, I
0: like the jerseys, but they, they, no. they're never going to win. It's one of those teams where it's like, this is like a B team, no matter what.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, like, I, I just, I hate everything about them. I, and it's, 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 it, I, I, I really okay. feel like they're cursed. Like every single player that goes through there. I, it, as soon as I picture them in another jersey, I'm like, oh, I, I like them better. Like, if, if fucking even even LaMelo Ball is tainted for me. He's only been there a couple years. But, like, for whatever reason, I feel like, you know, he's putting up great stats. But I feel, still feel like it's not, like, the best version of LaMelo. He's just kind of running around out there doing whatever he wants. He's been great. He's been great. And, and the Hornets have been much improved. But I don't know. I just, like, it, you know. The the Bridges thing, obviously, uh, you know, he, he should not be in the league, and I don't think he will be. I definitely, mm-hmm. don't think you know the, the the Hornets will bring him back. But just on the court, it, it was actually you know early last season, it was kind of looking up. I picked him. I picked Bridges to be on my fucking All Star team because yeah, I thought yeah. I thought him and Lamelo had this great you know connection, and that the he'd he, he found his running mate, and and they could you know play together for years. No, it looked it was the future looked bright. It looked it, exciting. It did. But Miles Bridges, you know, even before the off court stuff. Three-point percentage slowly looked plummeting. He, he, that that mm-hmm. was clearly unsustainable. Um, and, and now who does LaMelo well have to, to, to run with? Gordon Hayward? Is he going to get out on the court? I doubt it. Still paying still, him I whatever the I fuck. Still
0: can't believe he's on the the horn. Uh, it's like still the one of the weirdest signings, they, I, and then I know. they overpaid him so much. And like he, he's he's just, gonna play out that whole contract,
1: a hundred percent. And he just comes in every ten games, uh, scores twenty yeah. points, and then injures himself. Uh, they they just have no one else. They, they still have, they're 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 gonna have to play fucking Kelly Oubre again. They got Mason Plumley, my Scary guy, who Terry. should be freed. Um and, and yeah, Terry like. They just but but then other than that, uh, like they they got Mark Williams in the draft you know, the center from duke who who I uh, you know, is a you know true seven footer and a guy who might be good at some point i I, I like what I've seen from him, but like they're uh, I mean he'll be
0: better than Mason Plumley probably 100%. by the end of the year, but I mean, that's not really much like, no,
1: no and like it's it's like i I, I don't know like I, I I think he fits the timeline with LaMelo if you can bring him along and it will be a good to have, you know a a, a center who can run the floor and and that that's all fine, but they just don't have anyone else who you can give the ball to and say, you know, go and make something happen here. Like I, it's just so mediocre. I I am honestly like they're approaching uh you know king's territory for me. Uh, I just mm-hmm. there there there's nothing good going on with this with honestly with this bridges stuff that happened. Like I feel like they've just flatlined once again. And yeah, Love Mellow is going to get better, but I don't even think that's going to translate to the Hornets being that much better. Like. No, are, are they going to even make the play in this year, Matt? I don't think so.
0: No, 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 no. no. They're they're Which not in the top. I I don't think I'd consider them in that top ten of the East. I think no. they're they're going to be like. I that's one of the points I was going to ask you. Like, do you think that like they obviously? I'm sure they're going to be trying to once again move Gordon Hayward, move Terry Rozier. I would think. Why the why not just tank? Get JT Thor a bunch of minutes. Get Kai Jones and Mark Williams to That's run the, like, a, 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 like some kind of just, just get all your young guys in there. Kelly Oubre, you can probably move him too. Yes. Just go for it. Like you would you, they could have a good shot to get Wembin Yama and then they'd have like three centers. They'd kind of be like uh the old 76ers. Yeah. Uh <laughs> back in the day. Uh um, but I mean, yeah. like at, at this point, what what is there to do? Like your team's fucked. Like you, you right now, there's no point in even trying to, con- like, no. w- w- you're not going to get better this way. Like, I know we do praise teams that try to fight for it, but they're not in the right situation no, no, to no, no, fight no. for it. This is, this doesn't help the the veterans that are on their team either. Like, not it, it no, would no. be one thing if it's like they're competing for, a, I don't know, like a four or five seed. And it's like, okay, you're a decent team. You might be able to get a lucky run to the finals. You never know. Yeah. But they're not, they're, I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs.
1: No, no, a hundred. No, absolutely not. And yeah, I, I think... Lamelo, to his credit, has kind of already, you know, he he's improved the Hornets enough from where they were, where they when they drafted him. Like they've been kind of frisky these past couple of years. You know, made the play-in tournaments uh, two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's still only twenty-one. Like he he can wait. Like or, you know, or it's not unreasonable to make him wait for another kind of round of of you know dipping down back into the lottery. He's still can, yeah. gonna do his thing. He's gonna put up his stats. Maybe be an all star. You know, he's he's still gonna get as many minutes as 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 he could fucking want. Um, but yeah, there is no reason for for the Hornets to try to be competitive this year because I I really think even if they try, they're gonna be awful. It's gonna be a a, a train wreck. Um, I I just don't think any of the pieces really fit or make sense. And and yeah, I agree with you, Matt. Just tank tank for Wembenyama, uh, get somebody else, and and get someone like. Bridges wasn't always like the perfect guy to pair with ball, but like that kind of prototype, like an athletic guy yeah. who would oh, yeah. run up and down the court with him. Get someone like that. Uh, Cause, and then try and climb your way back up. But yeah, right now there's, there's just no point.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really all there is to, to even say on the, the Charlotte yeah. Hornets uh, right now, it's just develop for the future and see what happens. And hopefully, you know, Michael Jordan and uh, the general managers and uh, all the other staff on the Hornets can kind of see the writing on the wall here and, make something happen because, and they've always been tough to move with. They've never, ever been able to make these trades. They'd rather let the guy just walk. Yeah. I, I don't know what the hell is, but, but again, that's also you like, they're one of those teams where nobody really wants to end up signing with them. That's again, I think why the Gordon Hayward signing was so weird. Yeah. Uh, like they've, they've never been a free agent destination, but they, and then they just don't do anything to ingratiate themselves to all these top players. Anyways, like, I know if you can at least demonstrate, you can handle them appropriately. Like the Kemba Walker situation was kind of shit. Like you're, like, by far the best player you've had in your franchise. Like, I'm sure you could, you know, there's a couple like Larry Johnson or yeah. maybe like a, an Alonzo morning, or I, I, I don't know. You could probably throw some names out there yeah. and see, see, you can make a discussion. But Kemba Walker, probably the best Charlotte Hornet player ever. Yeah. And that they treated him like he was pretty much not anything when he left. Yeah. And I, I, I just, yeah, if you're a star player, if you're anybody, you don't really want to even go there. And maybe the only way to change that is LaMelo. Again, you give him the reins, you just, let him be that veteran let him lead everybody up who knows how that'll go that could just be complete shit and everything'll get way worse but you might as well risk it because yeah. at this point you don't have you don't have anything left to do you have no other options yeah. you might as well just hit the red blow button and blow it up
1: and and they've got such a young team too like the only players above 30 on this roster are Plumley and uh, and Hayward everyone else is mm-hmm. under 30 and many of those are like under 25 so yeah just play your young guys play Leangelo for god's sakes uh you know it might, might as well and just lose just lose 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 please yeah for yeah, all
0: yeah. Leangelo had a nasty airball uh in the, <laughs> in the preseason yeah, yeah yeah you don't want to see that one. Oh um, god but uh to move on here uh to one of the last teams we'll be talking about here uh I, another one that again i said this division isn't uh isn't too stacked uh so hope you guys are uh still enjoying yourselves here <laughs> uh but the Orlando Magic, oh, yeah. uh, you know, not not a great team, but I'll give them this. They're moving in the right direction. They've got some guys that make them kind of frisky. I think that they could be kind of frisky. I think they could be, you know, looking at making that push. Get, get, get people, get, get give, give everyone a taste, you know, give people yeah. a bit of a, a sense of what you're all about there in Orlando. They, I, they finally stopped it with these stupid orange jerseys. I still think they need a full, total rebranding, like, the I think they got to let the pinstripes go, man. They got to let it go. It's yeah. over. It's it doesn't look good anymore. It just doesn't look good. Um, well, but, just, you know,
1: especially when they've got the Disney fucking thing in the corner. It yeah, just looks yeah. like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't love it.
0: But but either way, you know, you got Franz Franz Wagner, who's yeah. looked like, uh, you know, could be like a you know, potential all star down the line a couple of years from now. Uh, you know, one of the best, uh, you know, all-rookie all first team last year. You got the number one overall pick, Paolo Bencaro. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. has been, uh, you know, he's shown some uh, some some flashes here and there. Uh, and then you still got guys like Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, uh, Jalen Suggs, of course, you know, who he might be missing some time to start the season. Markel Fultz injured again. Yeah. But it's like, can you even really count him anymore? Uh, and then who knows when Jonathan Isaac decides he wants to come back. Like, you've got... You have he's, a lot he's of these
1: preaching. Pieces. He's
0: too busy preaching. Man. Oh, God. Yeah, that guy's he lost it. <laughs> uh, but but you have a lot of these younger guys that you can develop and they've all shown, you know, these flashes. And, if you know, Paulo can play really well out the gates like he can be that kind of NBA uh, ready guy that we kind of all thought he would be. Uh, Wagner plays well. Suggs is kind of doing his thing. Uh, Cole Anthony's holding his ball down, uh, you know, at the, on the perimeter. This could be like I could I could see in a world where the Orlando Magic actually do fight for the tenth seed. I don't see them getting any better, but I could I could see them you know overexceeding some expectations if they they can get the chemistry moving here and guys are actually kind of playing uh, playing up to their potentials. Uh,
1: I'd love to, yeah I'd love to see Orlando and Detroit fighting for the uh, the tenth seed uh, at hey, the end of the year. Uh, why great. not, man? Like,
0: just, get, just get these young guns wanting to to win. <laughs> well, just like I said, uh,
1: you know about the Hornets about you know players above thirty. There is. One player above thirty on the uh, the Magic. Can you guess who it is, Matt?
0: Oh, I'm looking at the roster right now, so it's kind of cheating. Who's there? Gary Harris or Jonathan Isaac?
1: <laughs> it's Terrence Ross. Terrence oh, Ross is geez. 31.
0: I didn't even, yeah, because he's not even. I was even looking at the deep route. Yeah, Terrence can't, Ross still there. I can't there.
1: believe T Ross. Uh, you know, the, I remember on draft night when uh, the Raptors yeah. picked him up. 31 years old. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And outside of that, Gary Harris is 28. Not a single other player is above 25. Oh no, some guy named Devin Kennedy, but everyone else is uh <laughs> under 25, like or 25 and under I should say. That that's that's insane, but like in terms of that type of talent like and, and the collection that you have, like Orlando's right up there yeah. between yeah. Suggs and Anthony and uh and Bencaro and uh and and, and Wagner like I watched Wagner play uh, even in Euroleague this summer, and he yeah, is awesome. Yeah. Like he is so, he's got so much size. I think he's got so much room to get even better. Um, I I don't, I'm not a hundred. Like I I I'm I'm gonna wait to see how him and Ben play together at the same time because sure. yeah. they're kind of yeah. similar type, similar build, similar height. Um, so I don't know if that's gonna sort of be optimal for each of them playing at the same time, but it's a good problem to have if you're, if you're the magic. Um, And
0: yeah, just put, just put one on the left, put one on the right, and then you can just uh, yeah, do I offensive think, attacks either way.
1: I, I think they can make it work hundred percent. And, and, you yeah. know, they've got good, good young guard play, which is important, you know, between Anthony and Fultz, uh, you know, if, when, whenever he gets out there and, uh, and Suggs who, you know, was a little underwhelming uh, for sure, but who I still think has a ton of potential and is still obviously super young. Like, They've got they've got some directions that they can go, um, and when it comes to Jonathan Isaac, I think like he, he's still one of the most versatile. You know, when when he's been able to be on the court, he's an incredible defender and a and a guy with like unbelievable length and athleticism. But you know, he's kind of he's kind of quickly outgrowing like the timeline of these younger guys. So you know, mm-hmm. I it, I don't know if I'm the Magic, maybe get get him out on the floor. Eventually, see if you can build up in his value and and see if you can get a sort of you know good trade piece for him because I don't know if his future really is solidly with the Magic. I know they still really like him, but um, I I just don't really know where he fits in with this team to be honest. But um, you know I, I I do think overall they will be frisky. I like that they have Wendell Carter. He's still uh, only twenty three, and and as yep. you know, still got a lot of room to grow himself. Um, and and I think. Bankero, you know, f- I think he was the right pick for them. Uh, I think they needed someone who could kind of facilitate and and sort you could run the offense through. Unlike Jabari, who was just kind of going to be a shooter and and, and defender. Um, so I, I think they're definitely moving in the right direction. Like I'm more excited about them than the fucking Hornets, which we just talked about. I'm yeah, more excited 100%. about them than the Wizards, who we're about to talk about. So mm-hmm. you know, they're 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 better than they have been they're still super young um you know they're 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 not going to go anywhere this year obviously but yeah i like that take matt i think they, they you know if, if everyone plays to their fullest potential they they could be fighting for that that 10 spot uh, you know at the end of the year here um and yeah. Uh, and yeah i think they're just going to be young and frisky and and tough to play against
0: and and we've like i i think we've talked about this a couple times but they got to get new team doctors or something or better <laughs> personal intel I like- know. Everyone is just always hurt yeah, in yeah, Orlando. Yeah. Like, like always hurt. And I mean Marco Fultz is a special case because that guy's literally been hurt his entire career. I know. Came into the NBA uh hurt mentally. He was kind of like <laughs> I think whatever he had in Philly caught yeah, yeah. on ben to Simmons Ben Simmons. Simmons. Caught, yeah. It was contagious. Yeah. Like is uh, that because it was, was the he was the he was the OG he, mental He boy.
1: was. We all forgot about him. He's probably so happy. Like we we all forgot about the the shooting yeah. struggles that he had. Yeah, it, it it was taken on by Ben Simmons, but you're right. He was he was the first one. Uh I think the Philly fans are just too ruthless. Someone's got to sit them down and say,
0: "You guys Time cause
1: out. you guys cause mental health <laughs> issues." Yeah,
0: literally, it's too yeah. much. Uh, that's what the Knicks fans wish they could do. I know. But, but just no one takes them seriously. No. So it's just like, "Okay, but the Philly fans at least they've got some they've got some uh, a little bit of beef behind them." Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, they they just it's unfortunate that this rebuild has been going on what feels like forever I know. uh you know even even back when you know again Vucevic was still there and they were kind of competing for that 7 and 8 seed like the those they, they even those teams were never legitimate like people were like wow like they really had to play above their heads to even make the playoffs yeah. uh so like this i think that the core they have right now based on what we've seen, you know, or early, early, you know, segments and they still, and a lot of these in blowouts, but they've got a lot of potential, you know, even like a, uh, uh, like Chuma Okeiki, uh, yeah, like yeah. he, he, hit, I'm pretty sure he, he hits, uh, you know, a close to or, uh, or what maybe it was like a buzzer beater game winner last season. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's the, he's a good, you know, just perimeter shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that there's always value in that. So like they've, they've got a lot of guys that like, they can stash and they can develop and they can keep bringing in RJ and, and Hampton. Said, like, they
1: got RJ Hampton yeah. too. We'll see what he and, can do. And, and even if they don't,
0: again, if they aren't like, if they just want to be, you know, same as last year, just get killed and, you know, wobble for him, with Mianna or just get a top pick around there, then who cares? I mean, that's respectable. It's all good. Like, you get the next guy and you keep going. Like, they're kind of in the, they're exactly where they should be. Yeah. Like, uh, again, like we said with the Hornets. The Hornets need to kind of look at the Orlando Magic and be like, "Okay, this this was done pretty well. Like they yeah. took everything down, but they didn't do it super shamefully. Like, like the Utah Jazz are doing it like no shame. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They yeah. want to be bad and they yeah. want everyone to know it." Uh, they started so, we'll, tanking. We'll,
1: they started tanking right away tonight, Matt. Uh, their preseason game against mm-hmm. the Raptors. Raptors blew the doors off them in Edmonton. Uh, just want to shout yep, out our, yep. our, our Raps. Crazy to have basketball back uh, in our life.
0: Mm-hmm, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see the Orlando Magic back soon in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, the NBA season, again, yeah, coming very, very close now. Uh, and the final team, we've already mentioned them briefly there uh, to speak about in the Southeast and to wrap up our Eastern Conference uh, team previews for, for our NBA season previews. Uh, the Washington Wizards. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be another interesting year, <laughs> I think. I think they're like they're better than uh, a good amount. Like I think I might include the Wizards in my top ten of the East. I think I would put them in there. Uh, I think they've got All like right. a, they, like like I don't know if they'd make that tenth seed. Like they could still be like you know eleventh, but I think they're gonna have they're gonna have some fight in them. They've do you got remember how guys. They, Do you remember
1: how they started Big out God last Coups. year? Remember how they started well, out the I know. I don't
0: wanna. I don't want to totally act like I was an idiot when uh, we did that. So I would need to still be like, I've got some faith. Yeah. Uh, But no, I do think that there's a chance here for, for the wizards to be decent. The only problem is, you know, are are, are KP and Beal going to be enough. Those ta- that tandem can, yep. they really do it to get them to the play in, uh, let alone the playoffs. Uh, Cause you know what? Like, I just see them being decent. Bradley Buell can average thirty-one a game and miss the all-star team and play no defense. Porzingis will be unhappy once again, being the second fiddle and he wants his own team. <laughs> it's just gonna be it's gonna be the same shit. And I, I don't really see anything else happening. Like I I I I'm, even when that trade happened, we kind of were like, okay, Porzingis to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 now?
1: I mean, it was it was fucking weird as hell. It was clear that the Mavericks just wanted to to get off of KP, uh, you know, however they could, but like I, they, they lost Thomas Bryant, uh, to the Lakers who was, you know, yeah. one of their kind of young, good big men. Uh, and, and, you know, they made the trade with Denver and I think they, they came out pretty even, uh, with that one. Like Barton's going to help them, I guess. Um, and, uh, yeah. uh, they got KCP as well. Right. Uh, or no KCP went out. Who's the other one they got? Who's their backup? Fuck. Uh who, oh, uh, Monte Morris, Monte Morris, who I think mm-hmm. is you know he, he was great for Denver and I think he's 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 gonna be really good for them. I think he'll play really well next to to Brad Beal. Um, but like they're just kind of they're just kind of meh. De- they yeah. they they've still got Denny. Uh, they they and and you know I I I, I do think there is a Coos. world though. The, the, then they've got Kuz, uh, who's who's growing and is is just just overall great guy. Um, but I I think there is a world where I I do see what you're saying and uh, they can be one of these, you know, top 10 teams, at least, you know, Bradley Beal and, and, and Chris Stapps together, like, you know, in, in, yeah, in an ideal kind of perfect world, they're, they're a good combo and a good scoring. Like you, you can count on a lot of points from, from both of them on any given night. Um, and, mm-hmm. and you've got other guys coming along like Hachimura, their defense is still going to be, uh, I, I don't really know how the fuck it's going to work. Um, uh, it's not. and 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 you know they 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 got a guy like Delon Wright who I think is another player who will be great next to Bradley Beal I think you can roll them out um you know and 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 Delon can kind of cover up a lot of uh Beal's weaknesses on defense and and things like that you know he's he's got great length um and I I liked him when he played next to a guy like Trey Lo- Young last year so they they've got yep. some kind of Things that they can do. They got Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. You know, I don't know how many minutes, you know, how many minutes he's gonna get ultimately, but I just I, I, I think may you know, I, I think they'll outscore some people on on some nights, but I just don't see how their defense is gonna do uh nearly enough to to make them like a, a real competitive team. But but yeah, I no, could see I, them I could see 100%. them in the top ten. I could see them making the yeah. making the play in playoffs, maybe. But,
0: but that's it. the play like again, I see them as tenth, like the yeah, yeah, tenth, yeah. tenth team. Yeah. And, and again, like I, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying, like the defense is going to be shit. Like, it's uh, just like no. Monte, Monte, Monte Morris puts up a fight, but again, he's yep. only about six foot on a good day. Yeah. Bradley Beal's 6'3, I believe, another kind of undersized two guard. Like, they're yep. going to get beat up uh, by, by some of these bigger guards or just bigger teams in general. Uh, I, I hate that, you know, in the draft when teams, I, I, and I get, I get it, you're buying in the position, but why do you draft Johnny Davis? Who does exactly what Bradley Beal does at the same position? You I can't even do anything with I, that now. I know, uh, like like Avija We'll see. You know, last year he went to with the injury. You said like we will see how kind of how, how that he bounces back and how this all ends and he up going, fights whatever defensively
1: too. Like he'll he'll be yeah. okay, but he's got to... I don't know. They're, they're, yeah, they're, anyway, we'll, we'll see. There's no way he, he can't do it all, though. He he, he can't be your one man army on defense.
0: And, and I, even like a guy like Rui Hachimura, like he plays decent defense, like he's got good size, but yeah. like you have Kyle Kuzma, like you're going to probably put Kuzma in and he's the higher upside, but like, yeah, but he's not really the greatest defender. Like, I, I, I don't know. They just have so many of these moving pieces. Like, they're just going to be a good enough team to, again, win some games, yeah, but they'll they're not going to, like, yeah. They couldn't they couldn't win a playoff series, I don't look like, against pretty much anybody. Like it's it would be really tough. Like again, another fucking guy they draft, not even thinking about what their teams built like uh last year. Uh like Corey Kispert. What like that? I see that I guy know. he gets minutes, but he doesn't do anything. Like I he's know. just there, he's a shooter. Like they, he, As for, I, don't th- much, they I don't think they, they have... tore him down to they tore him down to the bare bones of what his game is, and now that's all he does. And I I I, I just don't see what this team is really gunning for at this point, except for just hope. That they bring in this rotating door of stars around Beal and see if this team works.
1: Yeah, I, I like with with Kispert. Like I, I that move or that pick uh, is what I, I it makes me convinced that they don't know what the hell they're doing drafting wise. They just thought, oh, he, he played for Gonzaga, a really good program. Let's get mm-hmm. Kispert. Like Kispert, they did not need to draft Kispert at all. Uh, like he's they, they didn't need another uh, shooter who couldn't do anything else. Like I, I don't like uh, hardly any of the moves that they've made. Um, uh, again, I'm fine with the move they made, uh, you know, the, the, the trade with Denver, whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, they really just need like a defensive anchor. Like it, they're a team that could maybe make a you know, consolidation trade with Indiana, get Miles Turner in there, uh, someone who can, you know, kind of lock down the, the, the fucking paint, you know, cue my, uh, get Miles Turner in there train. I'm going to say that about <laughs> yeah, any uh, struggling team, but, um, just someone, anyone to, to make them, uh, you know competent on that end of the floor otherwise that'd be
0: awesome miles My- turner goes from playing next to sabonis and fighting for spots and yeah. playing out of position to playing with porzingis to the zinger
1: right. I-, I don't know i think they could maybe work yeah i, I could see them not working An- at all analytic
0: you but- no, analytics nerds would fucking love it their their <laughs> warp would. defense or whatever is fucking off the charts oh yeah porzingis and uh miles turner
1: <laughs> and then you know they- they've got they brought in fucking Todd gibson too uh and and you know They've got Gafford who, who tries his best and, you know, he he was really good for them a couple of years ago, but I don't know. I, I'm just, once again, I'm just kind of meh on this team and I can see them starting out hot again, kind of like they did last year, but it's just, yeah. it's just not sustainable when you don't have that, that balance um, and uh, another, another year of Bradley Beal being on a decent team. He got his money. So I hope you're happy, Bradley. Yeah. Hope you're well, happy.
0: I think, yeah, I think if they can get off to an okay enough start, kind of like last year, I think they should try to make a move early. Just go for go yeah. for it. Sell high on some of these guys. Yeah. Get like get to get some of them out of there. Try and get like as you said, like if they can get someone good, like a, a dynamic three or yeah, like a, three or even would be like good. a or like a star point guard, something like that, yeah, to go there go for it. Just try and get them. Like there's not many people in there but even like you know who would kind of work here and be a better fit even though he doesn't help them on the defensive side like a John Collins we just talked about yep. possible trade just cuz he's a better kind of pick and roll guy with Bradley Beal. Like I I see him working a lot better with Beal than Porzingis.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100% I agree. Or, or like so, so, someone like that or even if you want to go the route of, you know, bringing in a, a veteran go go try and get Mike Conley who's never mm-hmm. there's no way he's going to uh, really care They're about defensive. sticking around on uh, on on the the Jazz over there, and yeah, he, he's a good defender to put next to Brad. Um, can kind of you know settle things down and be that steady hand. Um, you know, obviously lots of experience and and can actually you know help the wizards when they're in close games uh you know Br- Bradley Beal is kind of the closer but they they still need that that guy uh you know to 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 run the point and make the, the the good kind of smart right decisions um so so yeah there there's moves that they can make they they've got some tradable players here but um you know it's it's just it's this is just such a classic wizards uh fucking uh roster and and sort of season outlook like we're we're just going to go in yeah. hoping for the best but like, they, yeah, unless they really make a big shakeup, there's not much that they're going to do. Um, and I and I would love to see it because I love Bradley Beal. And even, I, I'm fine even if you do it without moving Porzingis, like, like and he's going to be hard to move either way. Like, just, you know, get someone in there. I, I want to see Bradley Beal in the playoffs again. Yeah, the last time I saw him, he was torturing the Raptors uh, against the Wizards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he was great. And uh, he just, you know, he, he's just not really had the chance to be on a competitive team Um, and, and I I would just love to see it. So please, I, I don't know who it is that runs the wizards, but do something a little different please. We're, we're, we're sick of this. We're sick of this mediocrity.
0: More more likely than not, I'll see Bradley Beal get a trade. He'll get traded one for one with Tyler Hero and they'll throw the heat'll throw in a first round pick or something. Uh, I, I could see that happening. That's more a very Pat happy. Riley move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see that happening. Uh but uh that, that wraps it up for the Eastern Conference. Big dog ball talk season preview. Uh we're gonna be moving on to the next division uh in the in the West. Which one are we uh, doing first? I don't
1: really your call uh, Matt. Uh, uh,
0: uh, hmm let's go north northwest nice. we'll see you see, see some guys see, see the yoker yeah. uh, out there but uh everybody thank you for listening to another episode of big dog ball talk be sure to follow us at big dog ball talk tiktok twitter instagram yep. uh check us out uh and you know make sure you're tuning in mondays and fridays every monday and back, friday we're, we're back, back. Uh, routine schedule so you guys always know, yeah, you know sometimes it might be uh, the afternoon when you see the upload come through sometimes it might be the morning, uh, you never know but uh, be on the lookout, Monday and Fridays we'll always get you guys before the midnight bell tolls yep. uh, but for Big Dog Ball Talk it's Matt Icorn with Jordan Flegel and as my good friend Jordan always says
1: "Poo." Did I scare you Matt? Did
0: you say poo?
1: Sure, let's go with that uh, No. Uh, uh, let me try again ah! Did I scare you Matt? <laughs> it's it's uh it's spooky season um uh, just true to, you know October. uh it's it's Honest. to 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 sort of you know officially welcome it what are you going to be this halloween matt you want to do a you want to do a, a doubles kind a couple's of costume, costume. yeah
0: mm-hmm. what do yeah, you think sure that would be good uh how about an angel and uh and the devil yeah That's, uh, no one's ever done it let's shake it up man let's yeah sounds political.
1: good but like lingerie mm-hmm. lingerie style something like that i don't know we'll figure it out of we'll course. Talk. We'll talk. i'll get
0: the i'll, I'll find my fishnet stocking somewhere
1: sounds good